Blog Talk Radio. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Welcome once again. It's week 16 in Real NFL and week 16 in fantasy football. This is it for most leagues. This is the final dance and the two combatants have been settled or have been chosen, I guess, or have had survived up until this point. And now it's the Super Bowl, whatever league you're in, and you go to week 16 as your Super Bowl. Decisions have to be made. Second guess? Don't do it. Be confident in what you think about? Do that. Do what you've been doing since you got here. Don't do anything different. Don't. Don't. Say I could have, would have, should have. If you come on the short end of your week 16 final champions championship, you're going for the gold. This is going to be your Christmas gift. Ironically, it's on Christmas weekend. Saturday is the majority of games. Just two more games on Sunday. And then the finale of Monday Night Football this year is the Detroit and Dallas game. Some, t- some games are going to be finalized there. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master, and this is The Master Plan. And the number to call in is 347-637-3220. 347-637-3220 is the place to be if you want to talk to me, The Master, and that be JT, and that would be me. The special edition of The Master Plan today versus tomorrow, which is Christmas Day. Happy uh, uh, holidays to those um, and hopefully it is a happy holiday or Merry Christmas for those that are in the uh, finals today could be your early Christmas gift on Christmas Eve tomorrow you could have your Christmas gift if you conclude uh, the, fi- uh, the final tomorrow Or some of you who have players on Monday night will have to wait till Monday night to see if you are a winner or a loser. Most leagues, some of them are winner take all, whatever the prize may be. Some of them, they have first or second place money. Congrats to those who made it to the finals. It's been a bumpy ride, especially in the first round where a lot of people got purged out that had some dynamite lineups, and myself included. But because of whatever circumstances, the fantasy football gods decided to step in and purge those out of there. And some unexpected participants continued into the playoffs and perhaps got into the finals. Plan to be here for an hour. I may not be here for an hour, but I plan to be here for an hour. Because I want to make sure, and, and I, I, I reiterated it here on, on, on the show, don't second guess. But I want to make sure that I have enough time of the three, let me, let me get this straight now, I got three 
or four. Two championships and a um, semifinal that I'm in. So I got to make sure the my lineups are set the way I want them. I, it, it just goes – if I go to 1 o'clock, I'll be shorting myself and um, rushing to get things together. I know I should have taken care of it earlier, but it is what it is. Everybody gets – it's busy this time holiday season, and things get pushed back because of other priorities that you have. And uh, so I have – Two championships that I'm in out of the seven teams, not bad, uh, I guess. Uh, unfortunately, I, I should have had more, but things happen. Uh, and uh, one, two, three. I have, yes, I'm in two finals and one semifinal. Uh, I have a good shot at all three of them, um, two finals and the one semifinal to get to the finals. Uh, the one league I, I'm in that um, goes to week 17, unfortunately. Um, and um, I'm in the semifinal there. Uh, hopefully I can um, progress to the final on that one also, which would put me about three out of the seven teams that I played. That's not bad. I mean, I made all, all, all the teams that I had. I made the playoffs. Unfortunately, like I said, the fantasy football gods laid their hand heavy on my teams because I had some very good lineups that competed uh, as a very high seed of my lineups going into the playoffs and because of circumstances beyond my control. Now I've always said you put, it's made of um, putting players that you think are going to uh, score and putting good players in position to do their thing that they would normally do. But the other side of the coin, I've always said, that you have to have a little bit of luck. And the luck is included uh, an injury or two. I've had, I had that happen to two of, my, two of my teams. Melvin Gordon, for one, went down. Or the players that were consistent all year for the most part and been balling out for whatever reason, and like I said, the fantasy football guys laid their hand down, had some of the lower scores or didn't perform up to what they normally, their average, average. I'm not even looking above their average, their average. Didn't even perform uh, maybe half their average, which quite naturally when you get into the playoffs, you got the better teams. And if your team doesn't give you decent scoring, in 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 several positions that you have on your squad, you go down and defeat, and there's really nothing you can do about it. That's what I'm talking about when I say luck. Either injuries, or for whatever reason they didn't hit their average or even half their average. So you can't really do anything about that. You just have to uh, grin and bear it and just wait till next year. Hopefully things will work out for you better next year. That's all I can say. All right. They already had one game played. The Philadelphia um, Eagles played the New York Giants. Giants needing that win badly. And for those who know the history of the New York Giants, especially Eli Manning, don't, doesn't play well in, in, in Philly. And, and Philly plays well, especially this year, at home uh, defensive-wise. And they play quite well offensive-wise. And, every, and that, that did pan out. Eli didn't play well through three interceptions. And uh, Giants went down in defeat. And uh, Cowboys, with that defeat, the Cowboys clinched uh, the NFC East at 12-2. and two. Have a lot to play for because they still need to um, ensure that they uh, have home field managed throughout and uh, to uh, win out to keep that momentum. They're not, I don't believe they're going to rest any players. I don't think that's any uh, cards. You got a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back. 
with with a, a lot of momentum. They've had two funky, really funky games, which they lost to the Giants. But for for the most part, these guys have been balling out, especially Ezekiel Elliott. So you want to keep those guys on pace, on rhythm, whatever you want to call it. Don't take them out and take the keep the momentum going for as long as it's uh, possible. And don't do anything to. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let me put it that way. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think Jerry Jones has and company, Jason, Jason, um, Jason, uh, um, oh, I can't believe I can't remember the head coach's name. Anyway, Jason Garrett um, uh, is going to ensure that these guys keep on point. Without, without any interruptions. So, with that being said, let's uh, talk a little bit. About, uh, first game that uh, we, on the agenda. Most of these, a lot of these games are one o'clock. It's, it, we got a, a a lot of games on today. A lot of games on today. <clears throat> so let's 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 get it on the road here. Let's get it on the road here. Let's hit the first game. Miami at Buffalo. Ryan Tannehill's out. Matt Moore balled out last week. Uh, and the uh, Dolphins um, need this win in the worst way. They're 9-5. and five. Need to keep their winning ways. They're 3-4 and four on the road. Uh, beat, they beat the Bills at home uh, in week seven. Uh, the Bills are 4-3 and three at home, 7-7 seven, seven quite naturally. Rex Ryan and company need this win also. Players are, are, are I guess, balling out trying to save Rex's job because they do like Rex. Um, I don't think it happens. I think my um, 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 this is going to be a tough AFC East game. I don't think they're going to keep Rex's job, but you never know what may happen. Um, If he balls out, if the team balls out, I'm talking about Buffalo and wins this game, and the next uh, he may keep his job, I would play – Without a shadow of a doubt, LaShawn McCoy, Charles Clay, another decent play in here. Can't trust anybody else on that team. It's LaShawn McCoy and Charles Clay on Buffalo. On the other side, Jay Ajayi is a definite play here. Jarvis Landry, I would definitely like to play. PPR machine, especially in PPR leagues. Uh, um, Kenny Stills, big play waiting to happen. I think they can do it here. And um, that's what I like in that. On the next one here, this is going to be a um, probably one of the highest scoring games, in my opinion, of the um, week. And that's uh, the Atlanta Falcons going to Carolina to play the Carolina Panthers. Julio Jones had a full practice and will play this week. Austin Hooper is the tight end. It's out. Um, Levine Toliolo Toliolo is going to be the tight end in place of Austin Cooper. He's not a valid play for me in here. But you got to play uh, Taylor Gabriel and Julio Jones. These two guys have been super hot, super hot. Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman. You got either one of these guys, you put them in your lineup against this Carolina Panther team. I know they're fifth against the running back position. Um, they're really bad against the quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end. Their best defense the Carolina can, can muster up is uh, against the running back position. And Luke Cookley is being held out again this week. Um, who knows if he's going to play the rest of the uh, 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 um, next week. Uh, he's being held out this week. He's not going to play. Uh, so that's an advantage for the uh, Atlanta running game. But I think this is a passing game. Uh, I, I do like Jonathan Stewart in this game also. Um, Atlanta is really bad defense. They're winning it on offense. They're 32nd against the quarterback. 
27th against the running back, 23rd against the wide receiver, and 28th in the tight end position, preventing fantasy points. So what's that saying? Jonathan Stewart, absolutely. Cam Newton, absolutely. And and I'm in in, in Atlanta. Besides the two wide receivers, I said, and, and two running backs, the no brainer. Uh, the guy that's contending for the MVP of the uh, NFL is Matt Ryan. He's a no brainer. That those five guys, I. Uh, in fact, you can even put the kicker in there because the kicker is, is very one of the best kickers in the league. One of the older kickers, but he's one of the most reliable consistent kickers in the league. So I'll run it, run Atlanta down and then I'll run um, Carolina down. Matt Ryan, Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman, Taylor Gabriel, Julio Jones, and Matt Bryant. Now, most of these, uh, if not all of them, are on somebody's team. And if, you, if it's one of the teams that's playing in the playoffs, you got to play them. In fact, you can play multiple because I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. And you want to get you want to stack these players, then you could. And I would do that. All right, let's 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 get to Cam Newton. Absolute play. I told you what what Atlanta does against the quarterback in fantasy. You got to play him. Same with uh, Jonathan Stewart. Same with um, uh, Greg Olson. Um, without a shadow of a doubt. Now you want you want a. Big play waiting to happen. That can can happen in this. Is and, and uh, Cam Newton likes thrown to him, um, and he's a big play. Like I said, waiting to happen is Ted Ginn. Rack up instant double digit points with a play from Cam Newton to Ted Ginn. Now it's a roll of the dice. It's something that you want to do. It's a roll of the dice, but it's it's a viable option. All right, let's move on to the Washington at Chicago. Now, Kirk Cousins really put in a, uh, something of a stinker last week. But I think he comes back against this defense. Uh, Chicago's been playing pretty decent. Eighth against the uh, quarterback, 14th against the running back, 15th against the wide receiver, and 9 against the tight end. They have um, pride to play for. I'm talking about the Bears. 3-11. and 11, Three and four at home, and on a two-game losing streak, they're playing for pride. The Redskins have fallen from playoff contention and comes off a painful loss to the Panthers, like everyone watched on Monday night, and three-three and one on home. This is probably going to be a close game, somewhere in the mid 40, 40s uh, combined. Forty between forty-seven. Between 45 and 50, somewhere around there. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins um, redeems himself from last week. He didn't have a, a touchdown pass last week. He still passed for over 300 yards. And that was what is his seventh 300 yard game this season. And he scored at least twice for eight straight games until last week. And I think he comes back and gets a short, starts a short streak because there's only two games left and gets um, close to 300 yards here and, 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 and uh, two uh, catches into the end zone. One, uh, I like Jamison Crowder here. I like P.R. Garçon in here. I like Deshaun Jackson in here. Jordan Reed is, uh, from what I understand, is not going to play. So is Vernon Davis. Kirk Cousins loves throwing to the tight end, so if he can get Vernon Davis to, you know, when Vernon Davis played, um, he played well. Um, not all the time because he's been inconsistent. He's an older tight end. Um, but I, I would say that if you're hating, hurting for a tight end and you got a quarterback that loves throwing to the tight end uh, and Kirk Cousins, uh, Vernon Davis is a viable um replacement. I would think about that. And Rob Kelly. Uh, you can't forget Rob Kelly in this, because uh, I think he's a definite play in here. Bat, Matt Barkley has been balling out. And against this defense, that doesn't prevent fantasy points um, well against the quarterback position. Their best asset, I'm talking about Washington, in preventing fantasy points is against the wide receiver position. Otherwise, they're in the lower tier 
in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback is 22nd, running back is 29th, and the tight end position is 26th. So, and you know, you this is a, this is a two quarterback league. Now, if for whatever reason, and I can't think of a reason why you would play Matt Barkley, other than a two quarterback league as your starting quarterback in your finals, um, then you can play him. But if, this is a Jordan Howard show. This is uh, uh, Cameron Meredith and a little bit of Alshon Jeffrey. Now, Alshon Jeffrey came back from the last last uh, uh, suspension he had and uh, had six catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. And that was one, one of his best games of the year. And it's just the second time he caught a touchdown this year. Now, Alshon Jeffrey was out, and Matt Barkley had a great rapport with Cameron Meredith. And I would say that you should play, if you have Cameron Meredith going up against the, the uh, Washington Redskins, I would, I would, he's a definite play for me. Absolutely. And uh, because I think they can move the ball on Washington. And I think both these teams will be able to move the ball. I think this is a pretty, good, pretty close game um, that both kickers are viable options in this. Preferably, I would t- like to take the kicker that's playing at home versus the um, one that's playing on the road, familiar with the surroundings um, and, and, all, and all that. That's why I would take the, the one that was home versus the one that's on the road. Um, Bear with me for a minute. Um, okay, let me let me get to this here. The um, temperature is going to be about uh, thirty-five degrees. Eddie Royal and Marquise Wilson are, uh, are placed on IR. So Matt Barkley is going to be thrown to Cameron Meredith um, and uh, Alshon Jeffrey exclusively um, for a lot. And I think that the, whoever's on Josh, now you got Josh um, Norman, probably going to be on Alshon Jeffrey. Um, but uh, – I still like Alshon Jeffrey in this. I still like him. Um, let's move on to San Diego and Cleveland. San Diego, Cleveland quite naturally is uh, hasn't won a game. Uh, San Diego is traveling west coast to east coast. Melvin Gordon will not play Kenneth Farrow. I told you last week, people, I like Bilal Powell a lot more than I like Kenneth Farrow, and it came to fruition. I was right. Kenneth Farrow uh, didn't do much. And he also fumbled the ball, which quite naturally is not a good thing. And right now, I think they're going to be a more of a committee versus one back versus another, being the bell cow. So I don't like uh, Kenneth Farrow there. Now, it's Cleveland. You're hurting for a running back. I would put him in there. And I would temper the expectations. He's a rookie. Um, he had a shaky start last week, and I know this is Cleveland, and a lot of people have expectations of because it's Cleveland, but temper your expectations. If you're hurting for a running back, this is a starting running back that um, is, is a, a, on offense that um, has a good quarterback, has very good tight ends and wide receivers, so he should have some running room. But I would play – uh, Tyrell Williams, Antonio Gates. I think he needs one more to uh, make uh, get past Tony Gonzalez, if I'm not mistaken, or tie him. They're, they're going to try to get him. This may be his last hurrah, not this game, but this year. Antonio Gates I'm talking about. Because the, the young buck who's been scoring uh, in the last two weeks, which is uh, Hunter Henry, um, is is the is the biting at his heels 
waiting to take over that full-time spot. And I think Antonio Gates probably going to be to uh, uh, right off into the sunset after uh, the last game San Diego plays. So they're going to try to get him his touchdown. So if you have Antonio Gates, you definitely play him this game. Cleveland is absolutely horrible. Um, and on the other side, who do I want to play? Who do I want to play in Cleveland? There is only one guy that I would think about playing, and that's the running back, Isaiah Crowell. I can't see playing anybody else um, that's going to be anything of note. Um, I know I, I, I have one team that's in the finals, and I have Gary Barnage in my in my um, sights as playing, but I don't think it's a viable option, but I really don't have any uh, other options here. I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm looking to see if I do have an, a viable option, and because I need a better option than uh, I use Ryan Griffin, and I told you about Ryan Griffin last week because C.J. Fedorowicz was not playing, and he, he did what I expected him to do. So I'm I'm looking for a tight end to give me some decent points and um, have yet to find one. And don't know if I will be able to. I may just say with Gary Barnage and hope for the best that Ryan Griffin, Robert Griffin III does some good with him. Uh, you know, uh, I could go to Levine Toliolo, but um, I don't think that's really a viable option. I could go to um, uh, C.J. Uzma, but I don't think that's a viable option either. I think uh, he may be. So that may be a viable option. I'm not sure. I have to look into it. But it is what it is. All right, let's move on to the next game on uh, on the agenda here. And uh, um, Minnesota at Green Bay. Wow. Tough game for Minnesota, who I don't know if they mailed it in, but they might as well mailed it in against uh, – um, the Indianapolis Colts playing in Minnesota, and they got blown away. Blown away. Now, the Vikings did win uh, in week two against um, Green Bay in Minnesota, but this is played in Green Bay. And both these teams are going in two opposite directions. They're two to, the Vikings are 2-7. and seven. Since their bye week, which was week six, and are three and four on the road. Packers have won the last four games and are one game out of the division leading Green Bay, uh, excuse me, Detroit Lions. And they are five and two at home. You got a Sam Bradford that, because of the offensive line, has been shaky and has been the lowest. How can I say this? His per yardage passing is the lowest in the NFL, five or six yards per pass. So he's a dink and dunk guy. That's that's about it. Taking shots down the field, few and, few and in between, few and far between. Stephon Diggs, maybe in PPR, if he – does a lot with it. Adam Thielen is another guy that he likes throwing to. He's a safe play, safe throw. Uh, and also Kyle Rudolph. On the other side of the ball, <laughs> come on, Aaron Rodgers, Ty Montgomery, Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson. Need I say more? Need I say more? All right, let's move on to the next game that we are here against two division rivals. 
Tennessee Titans, who are in a tie with the Houston Texans above the AFC South at uh, uh, eight and six, um, and are four and three on the road. Um, are playing Jacksonville, who took the took the Texans to the limit. Had to get uh, Tom Savage in there to bail the game out. Otherwise, the uh, Tennessee Titans would be sitting above the, on, on top of the division right now. Um, playing the Jaguars, who just dumped their head coach, and on a nine-game losing streak. Uh, and uh, I say you play Marcus Mariota if, for some reason, you don't have a better option. Derrick Henry and DeMarco Murray, reason being DeMarco Murray handles a lot between the fives, between um, the five-yard line. From the five-yard line um, to one five-yard line to the next five-yard line is DeMarco Murray territory. Unless he scores outside the five, um, if it gets down to the five or within the five-yard line, they bring in their thumper. Derrick Henry, and he's a touchdown vulture. So you can play both of these guys, even though Derrick Henry is more touchdown dependent because he's not going to rack up a lot of yardage. It's only when you get down to the goal line. So I would you could play both of these guys. Henry more of a risk than DeMarco Murray. Uh, Rashard Matthews, uh, I would play. And also Delaney Walker in here. I mean, Delaney Walker, for like the last couple of years, has been the number one receiver in that tight end position but the number one receiver, receiving option in Tennessee. Now, on the other side, the only viable option, the guy's been balling out. Um, I had him earlier in the year. I dropped him because I uh, with a better option. It's Marquise Lee. But he's only a wide receiver, 3-4, somewhere around there. I couldn't really trust him. I mean, a break border's got to throw to somebody, right? And Allen Robinson has been extremely inconsistent. Marquise Lee has been more consistent than Allen Robinson, even though he. Uh, um, so I would, if uh, if a stretch play, a stretch play would be Marquise Lee. Remember, this is this is the finals here. Unless you go into Week 17 and you're in the semifinals, this is the finals. You, you, there's no more chances after this. There's no more chances. You either win or you lose. And like uh, um, they say, if you're not number one, you're last. Let's go to New York Jets, AFC East matchup. Heat of rivalry in New England (laughs) with um, Bryce Petty as a quarterback. Bilal Powell as the running back. PPR leagues, you play Bilal Powell. Matt Forte is not playing. Out. He's dealing with multiple physical issues. He's not playing. Bilal Powell. Robbie Anderson, who happens to be the favorite of um, Bryce Petty. And uh, I really can't give you anything else. On the other side, Brady is a no-brainer. Blunt is a no-brainer. Deion Lewis in PPR is definitely a no-brainer. Um, Julian Edelman, excuse me, Julian Edelman, also Malcolm Mitchell. Now some circles say play uh, Martellus Bennett, but he's too uh, he's too inconsistent for me. He's too inconsistent. You never know what what uh, Bennett's going to show up. I can't. I couldn't, in good conscience, tell you to play Martellus Bennett because he's too inconsistent, and I don't trust him. Here's the here's the game that's very interesting, a AFC excuse me NFC South game. That uh, um hmm. Hmm, let me think here for a minute here. Um, I just got a text. Uh, 
I just got a text, uh, and I'm trying to answer it. Lockett or Hill in the flex position? Hmm. Hmm. Let me see something here. Lockett or Hill? Who would I like to play here? Lockett or Hill? Wow. Um... Hmm. I'm going to be right back, people. Just uh, uh, hang with me for a minute. All right, people, I'm back. I'm sorry about that. I had to um, take a pause for the cause real quick. All right. Uh, We were talking about um, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. A lot of good plays here. They're playing in New Orleans. So quite naturally, Drew Brees, even though the Tampa's defense is playing tough, extremely a lot better. And and uh, um, are right on the cusp of uh, getting a, a a position in in the playoffs. They're eight and six. Um, Talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they just beat the Saints in in Tampa Bay, sixteen eleven, two weeks ago. Drew Brees plays very well uh, in New Orleans. I played Doug Martin, Mike Evans, and definitely Cameron Brait in this game along with Jameis Winston, if you need a quarterback. I don't have to tell you to play Drew Brees in this. I'm not really confident, even though I think he's going to play, and I think they're going to give him a chance to get a touchdown in this game. Mark Ingram, uh, because the way things panned out last week, and uh, believe it or not, he's got an incentive that he gets one more touchdown. I think he he gets paid um, some, some extra money. And that's why he had a rent on the sidelines, for those who didn't know. 
I love Brandon Cooks in here. Willie Sneed's a decent play. Uh, Michael Thomas is definitely a decent play uh, in, in here. Um, and, and we can go from there. All right. Let's let's uh, go to Indianapolis and, and Oak, Oakland. Both teams have a lot to play for. Indianapolis wants to stay in the hunt to possibly win in the division because that's the only way they're going to get in the playoffs. They have to win in the division. And in order, in order to do that, they have to beat Oakland in Oakland. So, man, you play Andrew Luck. I don't think Oakland's defense, which is 26th against the quarterback, 24th against the running back, 17th against the wide receiver, and 24th, 24th against the tight end position, is going to be able to stop this machine of Oakland, uh, excuse me, of uh, Indianapolis, which is uh, Andrew Luck. I'm not a big Frank Gore fan because uh, I think Robert Turbin is the go- uh, 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 touchdown vulture in this offense. T.Y. Hilton and I think Dante Moncrief have g- nice big roles in here, and I like those. Uh, on the other side, uh, I like Derek Carr against his uh, defense of uh, uh, Indianapolis. Oakland's playing at home. They got something. To, they got a lot of play for it. They're a young team, but they still got a lot of play for it. The 21st, Indianapolis 21st, 22nd, 10th, and 23rd against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position, respectively. Okay? You play Derek Carr. Latavius Murray is a no-brainer. Now, you can also play Jalen Richards, especially if it's in PPR, because he's going to be involved in the offense also. That's obvious from if you've been watching Oakland's games. They like using Jalen Richards. The two wide receivers play them. I mean, they're they're banged up. They're banged up, but you, in my opinion, you got you got to play these guys. I know there's a name, and you're looking to go for a win, but you don't want Amari Cooper or Michael Crabtree sitting on the bench, playing home against Indianapolis with something to play for. I'm talking about um, both teams something to play for, so they're going to play hard, and they they ball out, and then you lose your matchup because you put them on the bench. They got you here. Only time you probably took them out of the lineup is if they were injured enough that they you knew they weren't going to play, or a bye week. But otherwise, you put them in there because that's probably was your best matchup. I would put them in there against the defense that's suspect. Um, they're if they're good enough to play, uh, and and I play them. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I mean, you got to take some type of chances. You can't. You you don't want to say what it could have should have. Now, what could have should have also say that. Well, I knew they were banged up. I knew that there was a possibility they wouldn't uh, play well because they were banged up, and I should have put them on a bench to put somebody in there that I thought would do better. Well, it works both ways, but if, I was, if it was me, I'd put the, 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 the better player in there that's banged up with the chance that that better player is going to come through versus the guy that is, you don't normally put in. Maybe healthy, but the reason why you don't normally put in is because the fact is he doesn't perform as well as the guy that you – Start week in and week out. Believe that. All right, let's move on to San Francisco at L.A. Come on. Carlos Hyde, San Francisco. Todd Gurley um, in um, uh, the Rams and Kenny Britt. I'm not going any further than that. That's it. Let's move on to Arizona-Seattle, which is a very interesting game. Um, I know most people won't play Carson Palmer. He hasn't been playing that well, and this is probably one of the, one of the worst, worst uh, uh, times to play him against Seattle in Seattle and, and as erratic he's, as he's been playing. But you've got to play David Johnson. That's a no-brainer. Probably number one pick next, week, next year in 2017. Uh, Larry Fitz. That's probably the only one that I would uh, – uh, because Carson looks for him. These two veterans look for – Carson looks for Larry. He's a bailout. He plays in the slot, safe throw. I would play Larry Fitz. Uh, Russell Wilson, I would play Russell Wilson in this. He's playing home. He plays better at home. Thomas Rawls, I would play Thomas Rawls. This is a tough defense. And uh, I would play Doug Baldwin. And Tyler Lockett may not get into the end zone, but I think he gets enough catches and yardage to uh, give you double digits in, in, in um, PPR, 
but nothing to write home about. Jimmy Graham, I'm not a big Jimmy Graham fan in this game. Even though you may not have a better option, if you don't have a better option, then you got to play him quite naturally. Let's go to Cincinnati and Houston. You know I'm a huge, uh, um, huge fan of, um, of um, Houston. I love what I saw against uh, Tom Savage. Now you play DeAndre Hopkins because you know you got a quarterback that's going to get be able to get the ball to him early and often. C.J. Fedorowicz, he likes throwing. I mean, the offense throws to the tight end quite a bit, bit and C.J. Fedorowicz has shown to be a very good option. Lamar Miller is out, so you go with the Akeem Hunt or Alfred Blue. Um, it's running back by committee. I don't trust it. All right. On the Cincinnati side, A.J. Green says he's going to play. Houston's very good against the uh, wide receiver. Three. Number three against the wide receiver. Number six against the quarterback in preventing fantasy points. So, and, and, and number three in the tight end position. Tyler Eifert's not playing. So you think A.J. Green's going to be able to ball out against a team that's playing home but has something to play for to win the division? You're taking a chance, especially A.J. Green coming off a hamstring. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. I wouldn't play him. I know most people would. I like Jeremy Hill uh, because Houston, 20th against the running back position. Jeremy Hill is somewhat banged up, but I like Jeremy Hill in this game. And uh, I also like the kicker, Nick Novak. I've been talking, talk, if you've been listening to my program, I've been talking about Nick Novak. He's one of the best kickers, more consistent kickers. In the league, they're going to move the football. Even if they don't get into the end zone, they're going to feel fit within field goal range. He's playing at home. It's inside. Even if they open it, open it up, he's in his own conditions, and he's, he's been kicking his butt off. Play him. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I'm trying to run through this real quick. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Uh, I, won't, I don't like Joe Flacco in this game. He's playing on the road. Joe Flacco's inconsistent on the road, playing against the division rival. Do not like Joe Flacco. Steve Smith is probably the only viable besides Kenneth Dixon in here. Uh, it's a running back by committee. You never know week to week who's going to get the most of the touches in the running back position. And I would, I would prefer to stay with Kenneth Dixon versus Ter- Terrence West. On the other side, come on. The three B's, Ben, Bell, Brown. Need I say more? I don't think so. Ladarius Green, it's, I think, still in concussion protocol. Jesse James is probably going to take his spot, and he's not as athletic, and he's not really a viable option for me. Denver at Kansas City, which is another Sunday game. Um, spent... Uh, I don't like either of these running backs, who I do like, the two wide receivers, because I think this is going to pay on the, on the side of um, Denver. They're going to have to pass the football because they're having issues running the football. So I think Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas are great plays here. Um, on the other side, I like Spencer Ware because uh, Denver can be run on. And I also like the big play of Tyreek Hill. Now, he's used in the special teams also. So – the speed of Tyreek Hill will be a problem for um, most defenses, including including this defense. Now, I know they're number one, preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver position, but this, this guy has is, is, got some speed to burn. And he's one of the fastest, if not the fastest player in the league. And he gets and catches the ball in the space. You better have a plan. Uh, to tackle him. Otherwise, you'll be looking at the back of his jersey, reading his number and name. So I like Tyreek Hill in here. Now, that's a a chance that you're taking against this Denver defense, but I like my chances with Tyreek Hill. And I also like Travis Kelsey, who Alex Smith likes throwing to because he's a safe throw. Alex Smith doesn't like to push the ball down the field that much. All right, one more. One more. Detroit at Dallas. Play play Zeke. Play Matthew Stafford. Play uh, Golden Tate. 
Eric Ebron. I even like the kicker, Matt Prater. The inside, Matt Prater has been balling out. I like him, and I also like Dan Bailey in this. And I also like Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Des Bryant, and Cole Beasley. All right, people, that's it. Hopefully, hopefully, at the end of the weekend, including Monday night, you come off with a win and you happy as hell and say thank you. Uh, and uh, um, see you next week. Um, I'll be here next week. Um, it won't be on New Year's Day. It'll be again on New Year's Eve, which is on a Saturday. I'll be there at uh, 12 p.m., probably an hour before Vic gets on. Uh, he's going to be at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. He had a uh, 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 death in the family. That's why he's not going to be on following me at 1 o'clock. Uh, tune in Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on next week, which would be the uh, 29th, the last Thursday of the year, 2016, where Jeff and I on the uh, FSP Cruise Show will wrap up the year 2016. And uh, hopefully you join us. With that being said, Enjoy your fantasy weekend. Enjoy your holiday weekend. It's going to be a nice weekend and have it safe. Enjoy your family, friends. Be festive. Party party hard. Uh, count your blessings because there are many um, to be, count, to be um, uh, counted. And uh, hopefully uh, you, you'll uh, be able to listen to me and Jeff on Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See ya.